I welcomed auntie home. We shifted recently in that locality. Our neighbors were distant and it was a place that reminded me of my childhood where we spent playing in large fields, hanging on mango trees and climbing rooftops only to see whether we could get on the tallest branches via some secret airway. Auntie looked lovely but seemingly sad. I think she lived alone which is why she had that feeling of being lost on so many occasions that I met her. In the evenings we started to have tea together. Both of us anyways lived alone. She had whole house to herself and I had a whole house to myself. Today auntie was getting pakoras as evening snack. Rich I have these, the best thing I can make in my kitchen. Auntie must be fabulous in everything, you just being humble. Oh no, first have these. Just as the evening was about to set, auntie looked sad as if remembering something from the past. Richa, I miss my daughter. When I see you, I feel it's her way of saying something. I was puzzled. What happened to her? In case you would like to tell. She died 2 years back. Met with an accident. Auntie had watery eyes. I'm so sorry to hear about her. House is lonely without her. Son lives abroad and never cares to see me. Daughter was one who kept after me, but I miss her for different reasons. So many girls in life. I did not know what to say. It was more like a personal issue, and I couldn't have said more than I was expected. But I still wanted to help her. I don't know what to say, Auntie. Can I help you in some way? Would you like to share what happened? Auntie suddenly got up to go and left the sitting room. I'll be back, Richa. I was surprised, but thought it might be better to give her time. Kim no Rajin Govinda, Kim no Bhogeh, Jivitenva, Yesham Arthi Kangshatam no Rajyam Bhogaha Sukhancha. O Krishna, I covet not victory, nor kingdom, nor pleasure. O Govinda, of what use to us is kingdom, or luxuries, or even life? This is Bhagavad Gita, Chapter One, Verse Thirty-Two. It is most difficult to understand own self. Seriously, we complain about others and how people's behavior changes towards us, but it is most difficult to be able to understand own journey or evolution. Life is preparation for death. Auntie finally let out her emotions. I was glad she trusted her instincts and opened up. She told me how her daughter married regardless of her wishes. She had informed her of the decision, but Auntie did not want an intercaste marriage. The son-in-law was well educated and earning well. After a few years, the son-in-law got into huge debt. Her daughter, who might initially have been awed by all the luxuries, found it hard to manage the house then. It was a troubled period, needing more patience than anything. Husband-wife had troubled marriage. Child also was born just before that time. Auntie called the daughter to her home, thinking it would give her a mental break and some help in child care. But distance between the couple grew. Auntie could have helped in marriage, but she seemed more angry at the son-in-law because, as per her, he was incapable of taking care of his family. The son-in-law was under pressure to mend his business and also to keep the family together. 
While initially happy with wife going to mother for a change, he was unhappy when wife did not return after eight long months. He often tried to call her up, but she would either say that she was busy or was held up with the child or was going out with the mother. Auntie, in all of this, stayed mum. She felt she could take better care of her daughter and granddaughter in her house. They could later be shifted to son-in-law's house once the situation was settled. But her daughter's husband, Ravi, was gradually losing sanity. His emotional vacuum was increasing and wanted the family to be back. Well, long story short, Auntie's daughter after that time always remained with her. This meant she broke up with her husband forever and never returned to husband. Auntie got someone at home because before daughter, she was living all by herself. Her son came once in three years. He sent the money but remained abroad. When her daughter met with an accident two years ago, everything she had finished with her. Auntie's dreams for daughter as well as the granddaughter. Auntie since then had a feeling that she could have played a part in rebuilding their marriage. The marriage was done against her wishes. Probably her ego played its part, the sole reason why she didn't do anything to bring both husband and wife together. She was angry at her own daughter of going against her. Mentally, she raged for years against own daughter and also son-in-law. If she wanted, she could have helped both heal, at least emotionally. She didn't. Intentionally. Because she did not want to. She wanted to keep reins on their relationship. She didn't want to let go. If she would have let go, they might have all survived and been happy. That was the sum total of her feeling, which lingered in her mind and especially always emerged when she met me. Auntie, I get the meaning of this and it's a good thought that you gave it such a deep introspection. At least it helped you, if none other. We can't say what others did. We can only know or just make an attempt to know ourselves. Auntie could not win over her desires or feelings or emotions. She wanted emotional victory. But now when all is over prematurely, this victory did not make any sense to her. Who won? Who knows? Isn't it true that it takes heart to lose in matters of love? It is difficult to control own self. It is further difficult to know own self. And it is the most difficult to forgive oneself. Sometimes regrets last till the last breath.